in the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where are we born? Toronto. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He just said, I feel like. So whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be fun, fine, black, and Canadian like us, and not being that sorry about it. You know, Canada's default polite society setting. So I'm Jan, the one who's ready to pack and move out east because... Maybe even north, because they seem to have their shit together. Um, <laughs> with me, as always, are my two very lovely co-hosts. New Zealand sounds more appealing. New Zealand. Yeah, they're not letting us in. Yeah, we can't <laughs> go, so. Stay in a boat until they... Absolutely not. Except when you say boat, you mean dinghy. When I say boat, I mean yacht. So what do you... <laughs> my co-host having a philosophical <laughs> disagreement. <laughs> Antonia and John are here. Hello. Would love to go Ahoy. to New Zealand. <laughs> yep. Oh, <boy. laughs> yeah. You know, John, I can see the houseboat life for you. Mm. Just be that weird guy at the docks. Everybody just invents a legend around because nobody's actually spoken to you. I like it. You only come out at night like raccoons. I like that energy for you. I can't mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was sincere. Neighborhood <laughs> children have stories about you and they try to spot you at certain times of the day or night. It's very the opening sequences to Finding Forrester. <laughs> the old shut-in that nobody knows what he's really about, but we've... Legend. We've made assumptions. They get dared to go and, like, knock on your door yes. and all that sort of nonsense. You're James Earl Jones in the Sandlot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just sleeping the whole time. <laughs> Haven't heard anything. <laughs> so let's begin. Uh, let's clap it up two times for... Friend of the podcast, Cardinal Official, being named Senior Vice President of A&R for Universal Music. Yeah, yeah. Cardi yeah. in the house. I thought that was pretty dope. That's dope. Very good for him. Yeah, that's big. Right? Big tings. Yeah, so get your album ready, Antonia. Damn. No, I'm scared. Got all this recording <laughs> equipment and, and no tracks. And fear. No so tracks. You write something. <laughs> I don't write songs. You write things. I don't write songs. I've you never write, attempted to write, write a song. So I guess I don't know. Let's let's get some <laughs> melodic rap in your life. <laughs> oh God, no, uh, don't. I can't. I won't. I won't do it sincerely, but I'll do it. Oh man, sincerely. That's what I meant. Oof. I like I like sincerely. In disappointing TV news, Kim's Convenience ran, aired its final episode of the series a few nights ago. Yeah, just heavy sigh. Um, also RIP to Helen McRory, who played Narcissa Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies, mm -hmm. and she played Polly in Peaky Blinders. She's just an acting treasure. She had passed away from cancer at 52. And also RIP to Black Rob. Yeah. Of, uh, woe fame and let's get it fame, both very active on my phone. <laughs> like, they just, those songs just get me going, and I don't care who knows it. Um... We're also 
give or take about 100 days away from the start of the Tokyo Olympics. Ah, yes. And, um, you know, those, those who are about it love to see what the closing ceremony outfits are going to be in. Canada. Oh, the jackets, which look like Canada a project. Canada and the, the jean jacket. Just I the. I didn't read the article. Like, what did this? What did the athletes think? Just the. Just the, the screen grab I saw. I uh, have concerns. Um, the U.S. released theirs as well. They look like um, nautical astronauts, <laughs> and um, Canada's looks like um, art school hipsters. And, OCAD um, was all over that. I I don't know. I, I think I hate it because I know they're going to charge like Hudson Bay is going to oh, charge gonna like, like $300 dollars for it. It's going to be stupid. I already hate it for that yeah. reason. It's going to be reckless. Got to figure out a way to fund this. I mean, I don't know how many of them are going to sell. <laughs> like what? Got to figure out a way to help fund this. So I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd skip the uh, closing ceremonies, but. Okay. You know. I mean, you skip everything, so it's fine. And a hundred percent, no, the hell you wouldn't. Pandemic or no, you're not. If you're if you're gonna bother to go to the Olympics, you're not missing anything. Oh no, closing ceremonies. Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. There's nothing to be gained out of that. Like, okay, the red jacket, that's nice. Yeah, but the patchwork um, scribble affair, not nice. It's a, <laughs> it's a look. The Americans, as always, just you know, uniforms, so they do look like astronauts. Uh, yeah, the nautical Canadian, astronauts. The Canadian <laughs> one is just like, because the sad attempt at graffiti they have at the back of it, at the back of the jacket, is real sad. It's, I mean, it's sad. It's a thing. It looks as if they <laughs> set a can down and it's tipped over, and then just kind of. Fell where it may. Right away <laughs> the night before. <laughs> I'm curious to see how many people will be wearing it. Yeah. And how long they keep them on. I mean, everything about these Olympics are going to no be No one's going to care so. about these Olympics. This, is, this, is one, this whole Olympics is going to be... Um, it's going to be It's sad. a testament of how far everybody got in their containment of the coronavirus so that they could train it. So yeah. it's going to be a very um, New sparse. Zealand, Australia... Um, French Polynesia, like, any like bit, anywhere Canada, small that have their shit together. I was like, Canada's actually going to this? <laughs> they are. I, after the nonsense we've been pulling yeah. in, y'all don't deserve to go anywhere, but here we are. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I think, this, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it could be one of the more viewed things just because there's really... Nothing to do. Well, depending on what time or when is this. How many oh, months God, yeah. What's the, the time difference? Oh, but it's 12 hours. The, yeah. the games are in Tokyo. But, yeah, I mean, this is one of those things. I mean, um, I don't know. Sports in general has taken a decline in viewership. Yeah. Across the board here, so. But they keep airing them. Well, of course they're going to air them until there's no one standing. They're spending Like, all that COVID money. has taken <laughs> out almost everybody of the Vancouver Canucks currently. Yeah. I mean, they did a number on the Raptors, too, right? So, I mean, everybody's going around to everybody. Everybody's going to catch it at some point. But, um. Yeah, numbers are down for all across the board, and it'll be interesting to see what the Olympics does. Yeah, it'll, we'll only have baseball during that time. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a dork for the Olympics, and I'll be working it anyway, so I'll be tuned in and on Tokyo time. 
Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. I listen, I'm I'm excited that these things are happening. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So we'll uh add this jean jacket to cart, as I know you will too, but don't worry, I won't tell. Don't and we'll take this short break. Next stop, what you say? We're back and it's time to get into what you saying another thing that uh, disturbed my explore page was uh everyone chiming in on their the black community's mutual love for vanessa carlton's a thousand miles yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i can't even argue it yes so that got me thinking are there other songs that you know and i don't i only want to dip my toe in the waters of what would be considered a white-ass song. But, like, I think Unspoken, we, we know it. Um, I know I've had it in my music taste always. Some It's the, the genres of music or the songs that people seem to be surprised that I know or like. Okay. It's usually just something that's outside of hip-hop and R&B. Like, I'm not expected to like anything else. But, um, you know, Vanessa Carlton is one. Got a few Lady Gaga songs. In the chamber that I'm just like, yeah, I know everywhere. <laughs> I would even cause like Madonna. I was gonna say, yeah, Lady Gaga to me is like still new on the spectrum of like, ah, oh, white songs that black people are like down for. I would go as far back as like Panic at the Disco. Okay. And like those type of songs, like and Natasha Bedingfield and like Very all of much. them. Like those are the people I'd go back to. Cause Gaga's like, okay, yeah, that's fun. Like she writes a lot of really like great like gay anthems and everything else too. Yeah. Like that's like very 2000s where i'm like looking whoop, gotcha. like or not even like 2010s i would say like the okay. most i like the height of the popularity um but yeah i write since not tragedies huge um for panic and disco um okay. unwritten by natasha bedingfield yes huge. absolutely that'll always be a banger and now especially with like the tiktok remix that's come of that and all the people doing dances and everything to it like out in public incredible yeah um she's even tapped in on them and is now like i like that um duetting them on tiktok and like singing along and be like, what? Is, oh my God, I want to try that. So like, she, I think she's tried some of the dances as well. Like she's living for it. Um, I, oh my gosh, like what else? Who else am I? Oh yeah, that person. Um, uh, Haley Williams. What was the band that she was? Why can I never think of the band she was in? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I feel she sneaks in as well. Yeah. And my sneaks in, like that's, uh, there's a better word for that. I just can't think of it. <laughs> like it's not it's not a sneak in the girl's got talent yeah serious she didn't didn't bother nobody (laughs) she hasn't said anything crazy no you know yeah which is like the bar's so low now (laughs) oh my gosh like what have we done (laughs) so what is what is it with you john um paramore ah yes yeah sorry continue that is like not even black emo. That's just like black people being like, these songs carried me through some things. Yeah. I will always ride for Haley Williams. Haley Williams has never done anything bad to us. Yeah. We love her. <laughs> I'm just going to go back a few years. And I'm just going to got to go with um the universally supported uh, Bon Jovi Slippery One Wet album. <laughs> the whole album. Dang. Okay. Um, give me some highlights to that. I'm I'm singles. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's go. 
I'll just go right to the list. Um, Let It Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You Give Love a Bad Name. I love that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Living on a Prayer, which is now one of those things. Oh, my God. That is the bar closing. Get the <laughs> drunken Windsor. Once one person starts, everybody finishes. Yep. Um, <laughs> social Disease. Um, Perhaps one of the greatest songs for one of the all-time uh movie franchises that just perhaps never picked up but You're saying a lot of things uh wanted dead or alive for um dang what what movie do you feel didn't get off the ground that used that song uh jeez that song it? is strong <laughs> give me a second once we get to the aftertimes and karaoke's a thing again, I'm getting John as intoxicated as I needed him to as I need him to be to do that song. I'll keep going through it, but raise your hands. <laughs> um, without love, I die for you. Uh, never say goodbye and Damn, wild in these streets. Oh my god! Really, all of these bangers. I no skips. I was down for that album without knowing the name of that album. <laughs> Way yeah. to go! And the franchise was the Young Guns. Dang! Oh. I could see that. That's like your one album. You're like this forever and always. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, it was for just. Bon Jovi, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's no, an awesome no, kick-ass album. Like yeah, above like, like above all, all other albums, like this is one you reach where you're like, this is it. I, nice. This is just kick-ass album. I I've mean, known you for years, and I'm shocked. So again, I'm not. I'm not like down in the position. I just want to know, like, every, other people pass things. You're like, nope, 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 going for this. <laughs> Listen to the album. You heard the yeah. tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, I, and I and I and I ask the audience, those who have listened to it. Again, not <laughs> doubting it. I just want to know, like above, there's John no had a other focus group. Like there's, you, yeah, you literally <laughs> there were like, Google Docs. <laughs> you heard other people, so you're like, nope, this is it for me. That's it. Television. <laughs> Love that. I mean, I'm not listening to Lady Gaga or all no, the rest of that not. stuff. <laughs> I I couldn't I identify half the singers in, until you play the song, and I'm like, oh, that's who it is. You know, it's just one of those <laughs> things. It's just. I hear that. Yeah, I can relate to that. I recall going to a club one time a few years ago, and we were all just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not one person could even understand. We didn't know who was playing. <laughs> Couldn't identify with any of it at all. Yeah. It was just really weird place at the time, and it was just <laughs> everybody caught each other at one point, and it was just like, I don't <laughs> even know what this is, and we're just going along with it. Yeah. That's why I keep saying, like, I'm I'm pretty sure our next um, Not That Live, I'm just going to have Antonia play, like, rapper or NBA player and, and just see how bad I do because I'm going to do badly. Because the issue is some of them are rappers. So, like, we can't. <sighs> One of them even called himself NBA young boy. Is he an NBA player or is he that. a rapper? I don't know what he is. It makes me feel so old without him making <laughs> me, without the effort to make me look old I'm or feel old. Well, I mean, it's the same when I go through all these whatever. If I go through a, one of those blog sites or follow any of these people that you're talking about who's considered in the general realm of entertainment at these points and times, I couldn't tell. Seriously, I don't know. Like, I only know rappers, I'd love I'm to identify you, like but if you got, like, three syllables, I'm not going to follow. I'm done after one. Um, so, you know, you could be the greatest guy, but, I mean... If the name you have to explain what it is to the point where I need an explanation, <laughs> I'm not. I I probably don't care. Yeah. Oh man. I would also the, you know, you can't identify what it is in the album. I mean, I'm not. Oh. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> if your song is more like a trailer and just not more like an actual <laughs> song, I don't care. 
Yeah. 30 seconds. I'm still yeah, these sitting here listening to songs, so like, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to, but I don't care. If, your whole, if your whole you're wasting my to, time. If your whole yeah. album is an interlude, like, I don't want it. You're wasting yeah. my time. You're wasting my time. Yeah, if your whole album, or I guess EPs, the the difference I never really knew. No, no, no. Like, what but I'm saying know, is, like, when you're out, because EPs, EPs will still have full EPs full like, songs. EPs a thing anymore? Is this, yeah. like, yes. a well, EPs, thing EPs still companies have full, push out? Yes. yes. EPs still have full-length songs. They just have a less amount of songs. Whereas, like, people will make albums... And those songs will be less than a minute each. Yeah, I'm like, that. what is the point? But you know what? I don't. I do care about Bon Jovi, Slippery One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. I do. Um, I would also like to add Lincoln Park to this list because yeah. Lincoln Park, um, again, as a child of no aggression in my life at all, um, gave me a reason to yell things. Tough girl church in girls. my room. So I said, my one of my classmates burned me um, their first album, and I was like, where has this been? That was a time capsule of a sentence. Someone yes. burned you a copy. It was really CD. great. This girl was an entrepreneur. She was making money. <laughs> Good time. Elementary school and high school. Yep. Um, so I was just, I found a list of like <laughs> white songs that are always on the playlist. Um, hey someone me. said Adele. And I was like, it's funny you say Adele because I think black people often forget that Adele is white because we see, it happens. we see a lot of her, you know, her more aggressive side in like photos and stuff, like her like pointing at a camera. Also, everyone's like, ah, there it is. From the hood, British, Very, not no, not just British. The particular area she grew up in has majority black people in it, so she grew up around mostly black people. So mannerisms, everything else, too, come into effect. But yeah, ah, Adele. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can vouch for that. Uh, who else? Get, who else is on there? People are surprised when I when I vibes with like journey or queen as well like why why are you surprised this shouldn't surprise you but yes who else is on on the list i don't know (laughs) journey not so much for me queen yes um who else um journey has black members so everybody can just relax yeah you're right (laughs) um amy winehouse would be on my list as well true her entire catalog still still goes for me she's phenomenal was phenomenal oh man gone too soon damn it agreed uh, Rage Against the Machine also shocks people. I'm like, but you haven't listened. <laughs> you just haven't listened. I think it shocks people because you <laughs> live your life out loud for other things. I feel. Uh, and not for music right. as much. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> you're right. Also, um, the, their lead singer did a song with Santana on one of his albums, and I didn't hate that song either. It's not the best one on the album, but it plays. Honestly, at the end of the day, I'm proud of them for not crumbling after all. Because, like, there's, like, worldwide hate for this band. Where, like, they've never done anything personally yeah, to anybody. Yeah, so much better. But I'm just, like, I, again, I, it's a, it's a team that I enjoy being Jesus. on. It's a sport I enjoyed playing. Like, I wonder if the, the bare naked ladies are sitting back and they're like, whoo, that could have been us. <laughs> also, bare naked ladies. Right Every band them. that's sitting at home is like, oh, man, I'm glad we dodged that boy. Like, that yeah. could have been us. Every band. How is Handed us jokes on a platter like that. Like literally, like called ourselves very nice ladies. Like yeah, whatever, cool. Nickelback, hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> like they just they make so much money. We hate them so much. But like, who's buying? If everybody, my hates song them. should be playing right now. That's the problem. <laughs> all this, all this airtime with Nickelback when my music should be up there. I gotta open yeah. for these guys. <laughs> 
They're on every commercial and every movie, and everybody knows That's them. The thing, right? We're, opening, like, we're imagine, opening for Nickelback in Saskatoon, and you're pissed. Imagine, imagine like hating a band openly. Say it's not even Nickelback, and then you get called, like, "Hey, so really big thing. This really big band wants you to open." And they're like, "Hey, so so," and you're just like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> Eighty thousand plays on my sound. Like you have to go through and like s- swallow all of your words. Like you've probably tweeted about it. You've probably said so much to people, and <laughs> just said so much. Hateful things to people, and I have to be like, <laughs> "So I'm going on tour." <laughs> Scott so Pilgrim fine. addressed this. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, with who am I? I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> Swallow that pride. They signed us up for a whole entire worldwide tour. <laughs> I will say the only instance they I they s- love our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the only instance I saw that and it wasn't uh. even a hate thing. The when I saw Ed Sheeran in concert, you can cover yours for this. Um, Snow Patrol opened for him. Which was funny because he opened for them like years back, and ever just being like, "Oh, you guys are." John big literally anymore. is covering he, his ears. Uh, yeah, he hates Ed Sheeran. We didn't start singing Ed Sheeran. We didn't. He just we just said the word a couple times. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. <laughs> anyway, wow, that's it. Yeah, he really just he said la 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 la. Go ahead and add John about this. Ed Sheeran fans. Alright, we're done here. Ask him, ask him the full and lie. And we'll be <laughs> back for the next segment. Next stop, the ship. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging with us. It's time for what I assume is everybody's favorite segment. I don't know. Tell me what is. Um, we are, we are going to have another go round of the ship. One by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us. And by sometimes you, the listeners on social media, vote between the three of us, two to one wins until we have a winner of the championship. So today we're doing soundtracks part two because we got hated about how <laughs> limited eight spaces are <laughs> as to not take all the live long day discussing our favorite of the soundtracks. And you know what? We might mess around and do a part three because turns out John's very enthusiastic about this topic. So, let's get right to it. <laughs> Our first matchup involves Romeo and Juliet, the 96 one, the uh, Leo DiCaprio, Claire Danes joint. The only one that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't name another one. So, that's the only one that that's exists. literally the only one that matters. <laughs> the only one that exists. <laughs> um, against John's submission of Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1. Nominators have at it. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know why you're bothering John. I really don't. Uh, but yes. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Ah. And I'm prepared to eat my words if I am. It's fine. Uh, as we all know, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes um, were fantastic to watch Yeah. Uh, in this film. Uh, what made it even greater... All the memorable moments we had with the music that was incorporated into the cinematic. I'll say it, masterpiece. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Romeo and Juliet is a story as old as uh, so much dirt. And people have, <laughs> have redone it in so many horrific ways <laughs> and and done it in, you know, modern times and this and the other and blah, blah, blah. They, that's what they no, did no, no, too. But in modern times <laughs> in terms of like, 
how they did, you know, um, 10 Things I Hate About You, but didn't, like, make it 10 Things I Hate About You. They, or make it that was a Taming of the Shoe. They made yeah. it, like, a, you know, a child adaptation that didn't read uh, like that unless you knew it. Whereas this was clearly Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. So other people will take In that they and kept the language. Yeah, that too. But, but they, they also did set it in modern times. They they were, said, no, the, the guns were swords. What I'm saying, though, is the names of the people, that kind of stuff. Like okay, they, go other, on. other stories will be like, this is a, a modern retelling, but we've changed the names, we've changed the settings, blah, blah, blah. They were Fair like, enough. no, no, these are the people, but there's guns. Yeah, these <laughs> are the people. And they kept the language, which I thought was really sweaty teenagers important. and just a lot of drugs. And you know what? Here for it. I watch the movie at least once a year <laughs> because. Tell us about the music. Where do you to. where do you watch it? Uh, I have a DVD. Oh, okay. So, uh, the music from the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> also, it might be on Netflix. Uh, I it doubt it might at this be. point. It doesn't seem to be streamed up anywhere. It's called Moby. Oh, okay. okay. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not even going to start at the beginning. I'm going to start in the middle. Kissing You by Desri. Yep. Will go down <laughs> as one of the most beautiful songs. Yep. I have ever been privileged to listen to, to sing in private, and to sing in public at a talent show. I remember getting up front, and everyone went, "What is this little girl singing?" Blah blah blah. And I opened my mouth, and all the adults went, "What?" All the like university students were like, "How do you know this?" I'm like, "How do you not know this? This movie is amazing." But she won't make an album. I will not, uh, because scared. John might have sprained his eyes <laughs> rolling them so <laughs> hard because scared. Um, pretty piece of flesh. Great. <laughs> Anytime that Romeo's cronies get in trouble because they're running their mouths and trying to piss off the <laughs> like the captain. John Leguizamo? Everything. John Leguizamo? Yeah. John Leguizamo. Again, great, strong argument. That man has not age. He's not singing. He's not singing. Okay. Anyway, back to the soundtrack. <laughs> Every last song. <laughs> From number one crush to when doves cry and just learning now that the young choir boy from the movie uh passed away suddenly yep car accident car accident um damn that sucks yeah anyway this album fantastic no skips wonderful to listen to regardless of what activity you were doing who you were hanging out with just a great movie to watch by yourself with friends one time whenever never revisit again that's fine you're wrong and that's fine you uncultured (laughs) swine you hate the shakespeare it's fine (laughs) that is how I feel about that. And I might watch it again this week because, you know, what's twice in one year? <laughs> Young teenagers <laughs> with just un- unbridled passion emotions. and unharnessed. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just horny teenagers. <laughs> yeah, in the 90s. <laughs> yep. <laughs> John, talk to us about the Guardians. Uh, I'm just going to say this. I mean, the thing about this soundtrack was it was more of education educational journey that there was something like familiar i mean granted i knew you know a handful of it's just soundtrack of what was on the soundtrack but it's cool you old um this was i mean the the movie i mean on top of it i mean obviously it was very entertaining one of the more entertaining films of that genre that has ever come about um, and the soundtrack was just like hot butter on toast. You know what I mean? Like it was just, hot it just laid it in there on toast. Okay. And it just, it just melted with everything. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a clash. It wasn't a, a like, oh, this, 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 this soundtrack is just changing 
the temple or changing the, the theme of the movie, like, you know, or it showed you it played its hand ahead before the scene, perhaps, or anything like that. It, it just went right along with it. So, I mean, Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede, Go All the Way by the Raspberries, uh, Monarch Daydream by David Bowie, Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum, uh, Fooled Around and Fell in Love, Alvin Bishop, I'm Not in Love, uh, 10CC, I Want You Back, The Jackson 5, Come and Get Your Love, Red Bone. Cherry Bomb, The Runaways, Escape, Rupert Holmes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a good name. Well, yeah. That's, that's the one that, <laughs> that roped you in? Uh, I'm just saying. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't, like I said, it was more education. None of these were one of these things that I'm going to say like I grew up with or, you know, comfortably went along with. I'm just saying these, this, this soundtrack went just... It was just one of those things where I was just like, after when I was finished watching the movie, I was just like, wow, that just really completely, totally made the movie probably even more than what it was. Well, it gives um, it gives Peter Quill dimension because he, like this track list and this cassette that his mom left him, like. Yeah, it explains, is, his, yeah, explains it, the connection. It makes a connection between. And it, I, I thought that was a pretty clever device. Um. I did grow up with a few of these songs uh, on constant rotation in my in my house as a child. Like, um, like Redbone was big in my house. Uh, David Bowie, obviously. Um, somehow, Escape just permeated through everyone's houses. Like, no one can name anything else by this guy, but everybody knows this song and how like completely weird and shady it is. But like, you know, the Jackson Five, of course, as well. So. Yeah, they both, um, both those, both of these submissions use the soundtrack as a, as a plot device, which I found, which is pretty clever. It works. It does. That being said, my vote goes for, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Quel grand surprise. Ah, and mine obviously goes for uh, Romeo and Juliet, the only one that I recognize. <laughs> um... I'm going to split the difference with Romeo and Juliet because um, just on numbers, number of tracks alone. Where, like, the songs that I do like from the Guardian soundtrack, I liked them anyway, and it wasn't, uh, I don't associate them with the movie. I already had my own association with them. Like, they were just well-played and well-used. Like, you know, I would say uh, the Watchmen soundtrack does a similar does a similar thing where it like gives you a sense of where we are in history by using the music as a device, but it's not in a, a direct association with it. So that's that's what's going to give Romeo and Juliet the edge for me. <laughs> She's such <laughs> such a graceful winner, is Antonia. Very. <laughs> So our next matchup, we're going to go with The Show versus 8 Mile. And forgive my ignorance, not familiar with The Show. Oh, well, it was a documentary, um, a Def Jam uh, production, Russell Simmons. Um, Interesting. And it was basically um, 
all Def Jam's artists, basically. Okay. Um, so it kind of makes itself pretty damn easy. But um, Tupac was on it, Method Man, Red Man, Dr. Dre, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Mary J. Blige, Notorious B.I.G., Domino, uh, The Dove Shack. Can I get song titles that might have stood out? The Dove Shack, Summertime, and the LBC. That's, I mean... I don't know what else you need. Um, Warren G was on it. Oh, oh sorry, songs, right? Um, Everyday It Rains, Mary J. Bright, uh, Blige, How High was on that one. The Method Man, Red Man. That was um, also on High School High. My Block is Tupac, Shakur, Live by Onyx. Those boys. <laughs> All right, well, sounds kind of dope. Uh, Antonia, you uh, you submitted 8 Mile. <laughs> Nostalgia. Because you were... Hold on, hold on. Continue, oh, sorry, continue, sorry, John. Continue. Sorry. There's a part two on it. Um, There's like 27 songs on this. <laughs> Just telling you, it's loaded. How long was the movie? This documentary that these, these songs are featured in it? Or yeah. was this just compiled to... No, they were featured. Not to say that their one's worse than the other. I was just curious. There's some mobile websites. <laughs> um, no, it was a. Uh, it was a documentary. I mean, it was just the show. It was basically just watching these guys do a, a live show, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the the second CD. It was a double album. Yeah. Well, damn. South Central Cartel. Jail Felony, uh, Trade E, Snoop Doggy Dog, Warren G, um, Kali Ranks, Notorious uh, B.I.G., and Keg Creole and Ecstasy. I thought Escape was on this one, or SWV. But, yeah, no, it was a good album, live album. Just really great songs. Um, very um, 2000-ish. <laughs> or no... 1995-ish. That's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I was going to say, it would have to be if Tupac and Biggie, both Tupac and Biggie were on it. Yeah. Uh, All right. John's just strong-arming. Strong. Uh, (laughs) The Dove Shack, all I'm saying. You you just pump that song in. Good to go, summertime. I believe... Um, Eight Mile, uh, an album that I just shouldn't have had my hands on. <laughs> if we're being such tough girl, church being, girl contraband. If we're being honest, I should have never had my hands on this album. Um, I don't remember if it was a gift that I got for myself or if somebody else got it for me. I think someone got it for me for my birthday. Same friend who used to burn albums also got me like the dopest birthday presents because she also got me Sean Paul's album. I had to open that inquire. Anyway, that's another story. But uh, this album, listen, obviously "Lose Yourself" is a fun, um, a fun song. I do remember myself. <laughs> I do remember myself um, singing "Wangsta" a lot. Fifty Cent was like new or whatever. Um, that song, and I just and it not because I liked the song because I was always like, "This song is so dumb." Like, what is what is a wangsta? I don't get what this. Is. This is so stupid. This is giving white boys license to 
be ridiculous, and I don't agree with it. It actually had nothing to do with white boys. It didn't, but it still empowered these <laughs> Burton white boys to be like, yeah, I'm a wankster, yeah, but I was like, no. But also, that's what you weren't trying that to be. You so weren't trying no to be that, listening. but they're like, I'm a white gangster. I was like, that's not what that. You mean an uh, Eminem stand. Yeah, I was like, that's not what he meant, but we're going to let you run with it because you're wrong and it's funny. Um, yeah, the I just... Again, nostalgia. I still have this album. I don't remember, honestly, I don't remember the last time I listened to it completely on any streaming platform or anywhere else, but it just sits with me. And there has, I've now driven Kai through. Fiver, fake drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout I've, out to Makai Pfeiffer's wig. I've now driven That's how he'd play you Mile. in your movie. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> After seeing 8 Mile in real life, like the actual 8 Mile itself, and being like, wow, y'all really just made an entire movie about this and didn't really tell us the truth truth you were just like oh, you know really the two truths were there <laughs> they yeah. were told to us by everybody else it's just the hood um, yeah i was yeah. like just a hood it's a hood not even the hood just yeah. a hood a part of eight mile <coughs> the eight mile strip yeah oh geez so i'm gonna have to go with the show <clears throat> yeah i am too i i Do submitted it. to bullying so <laughs> it's, it's fine do it. I'll listen to my uh, <laughs> my nostalgia about this album. Hey, listen, nothing <laughs> wrong with that at all. It doesn't <laughs> the same. I mean, the things you liked about the album were probably not what what I ended up liking about it. Um, there were a couple songs that that what's her name sings that I thought was actually kind of impressive because I didn't know she Ooh, sang. Uh, nope. Or who? Um, what the hell was that white girl's name? I don't recall the full album. I just remember it being I was like, dominated. Macy Gray is the, the only the only woman that's by the main named on this album by the main song or two one or two Eminem singles. Maybe it's a score. Either way, I still vote the show. <laughs> and I have to listen to this album again. There were so many songs in there that I was like, "Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah, I like that." I have no clue what I'm singing about. <laughs> have no lived experiences, no ties. I mean, to there's a bit of fun to that. There is fun to that, but I also was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I thinking about this album regularly? Oh, man, Eight Miles and Running. Wasting My Time. Yeah, it was Wasting My Time. That was the song. Um. Oh, Boomcat. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Either way. Gangstar. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these songs, same with, um, yeah, same of the ones that I would associate with, with Guardians, like, for reasons before this movie, like, but yeah, I mean, it's a, still a dope soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. I want to listen to the 27 sound, 27 song soundtrack that John is. Uh, <laughs> right? It's like an the hour, double like album. hour and 15 something. The double album. All right. So what moved on here? The show moved on. All right. Next matchup, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy part two or volume two. Sorry, I should say uh, against Purple Rain. Because John had to take it there. <laughs> so it's on volume two. Because all, all of those movies blend into me now. At least the music on it does. I know different things happen. All right.
same thing uh, as the first one. Um, just continuing along with the absolute excellence of just picking out. Oh, the absolute excellence. Great, fantastic songs to complement the journey. Um, so, Mr. Blue Sky, the Electric uh, Light Orchestra. I love them. Everybody does. Uh, Fox on the Run, Sweet, Lakeshore Drive, Aliota Haynes. Um, the last part. Uh, the Change, Fleetwood Mac, uh, Bringing It Home to Me, Sam Cooke. Southern Knights, Glenn Campbell. My Sweet Lord, George Harrison. Brandy, Looking Glass. Come a Bit Closer, JME American. No, nobody can help out. Okay. <laughs> uh, wham bam shang lang silver surrender cheap trick father and son cat stevens flashlight parliament guardians inferno david hasselhoff uh flashlight just alone should just automatically put this into the next one it I'm would if it wasn't against purple rain but i'm saying <laughs> you know and any other world any other matchup you'd probably sell me on it you're putting 14 different groups, powerhouses. You know that that doesn't mean anything to Jan when it comes to Prince. You know that means nothing to Jan. A Jan guy that has encouraged Jan some guy to play dress up and go into the power. middle of intersections singing his songs. You know, that's probably why people don't think you listen to other music. You talk about Prince so much. I do talk about <laughs> Prince so much. Prince be praised. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, you um, don't just listen to Prince exclusively and that's it? <laughs> I mean. She's got range, y'all. I do. <laughs> I've got hella range. Sit in the car with her when it's not COVID times and you will hear the range. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks. It's <laughs> a compliment. Um, what's dope about Purple Rain, the soundtrack, is that it also doubles as a Prince album. In that all of these features are songs he wrote on, he arranged, and just said, you know what, you guys are cool, go ahead and perform that. You know what, you ladies are hot, go ahead and perform that. And Purple Rain is a movie, not great. It's a great concert flick, because <laughs> you're just here to listen to dope print songs. And that's what you get. And that fly motorcycle, and whatever. So, you've got... Let's Go Crazy, you've got Jungle Love by Morris Day and the Time, you've got Take Me With You, you've got The Beautiful Ones, you've got When Doves Cry, you've got Computer Blue, Darling Nikki, Sex Shooter by Apollonia 6, like, and not to mention the title track that if you're a guitarist worth your weight in anything, you try your hand at that song. All eight minutes and 41 seconds. Yeah, you goddamn right. <laughs> I would die for you, baby, I'm a starlet. What are you talking about? <laughs> This is a sound track. And that's why I had to throw it on. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, I held back for part one of the soundtracks. I can't do it anymore. We decided to go part two. <laughs> I can't, in good conscience, not bring up this soundtrack. Well, in defense of um, my soundtrack, that's cute. But, uh... <laughs> terms of just great film and great songs going hand in hand, I'm just going to have to give it to the Guardians of the Galaxy. The songs on this soundtrack are the movie. I know. And like we said, a, that's But still cute. manages to not be a musical. And like I said, in defense yeah. of 
my soundtrack. That's cute and all. Cute and all. Oh, glad you guys made a musical. Um, but we're talking about box office. It's not a musical. It is. It is music that is completely driving the pace and direction of the story. (laughs) Complete. Not just giving dimension to one character. It's the entire story. Musical. It's not a musical though. No one's singing a conversation. Just one of those, you know, the band's hot. Let's make a movie about them and make all the songs and part of the movie. You know. Oh, just this one band? Throwing his buddies. I mean, you know, the whole whole movement. Yeah, it was the it was the first and only time black rockers and funk artists were featured on stage in a, in predominantly white spaces in Minnesota. Minnesota. Cute. Uh, we've already left the Earth and gone on to the galaxy. So yeah. So some hipsters dug yeah, through the crates because vinyl's cool again, and uh, and unearthed the obvious classics. Antonio, what's your book? <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying this. This is really put the popcorn great. down. I'm <laughs> make I'm a decision. Sad I don't have any popcorn for this because I just would have been Michael Jackson in the theater. <laughs> Back and forth. I'm obviously voting for Purple Rain for this one uh, because that the entire album is incredible. Not to you know dis- discount uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because yes, I enjoyed soundtracks from both of those. Yeah, absolutely. Films. But uh, in terms of original content, <laughs> Prince, be praised. <laughs> Prince, be praised. Amen. <laughs> uh, may his rain be purple. <laughs> Um, so our final opening matchup, we've got the Black Panther soundtrack and Waiting to Exhale. Woof. Very different energies. Completely <laughs> Very different, different energy. Oh my gosh. I already forgot about these two. <laughs> we got so, so caught up on <laughs> Prince. I was like, right, that's it. We're not talking about anything else. <laughs> I told you. Your girl's got range. Um, Black Panther soundtrack off the bat. All the stars featuring SZA, like yeah. it's still it's still a banger. It ruled I, that entire year. It really did. Like it was in everything. Yeah, I was like SZA, make that money. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Get all that Marvel money. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, it okay. It it brought definitely brought in a lot of like young guns, like Swaley's in here and School Bike, like all these little these little boys. They're so cute. Oh um, my god. <laughs> but it you know it brought in like we have Anderson Pack, we've got James yeah, Blake. I love Anderson. James Pack. Blake, who I always love the joke about him being a woodland creature, and he just like comes out to record and then, like goes back to the forest. And I'm like <laughs> yes, I completely agree with it because where is he right now? Where is he? <laughs> Narnia. It's where James Blake is. Having tea, um, Mister Thunder. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we don't know where he is. He comes out. Does a little cute little feature, makes a bajillion, you know, dollars. <laughs> he goes, ta-ta, and skips into the forest. All right. Um, <laughs> he, like, Georgia Smith was there. I've seen Georgia Smith live now, and I was, like, so excited that she was on the soundtrack. That was great. We've got our Canadian representation in the form of The Weeknd. Oh, yes. Um, you know, featuring Kendrick Lamar on there. Yep. Um, it's just, it was fun from beginning to end. It absolutely is. And it was just Blackity, black, 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 <laughs> beginning to end. And I was like, yes, thank you. Because, again, that year, that whole year, you couldn't go anywhere without no, not people at all. discussing the greatness that it was to experience a black movie. Yeah. Marvel movie, nonetheless. After years and years and years and years and years of Tony Stark, which I didn't hate. <laughs> yeah. 
But it was great to be like, look, people it's us. It's us. We're doing cool things and people love it. Yeah. I mean, thoughts of the movie itself and its, you know, implied or real importance is a different matter. Mm. This soundtrack was fire. It was and amazing. Bloody Waters? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is one of those where even though I put up Waiting Next Hail, like, it could sway my boat. Like both of these soundtracks still are very actively played. But also Wayne Tech's Hail, another album that I had no business listening to as a child. <laughs> yeah, you were young. I was I was young. Shubat what? Shubat no. I should be learning Shoop nothing. Go to bed. Like why why did I know the lyrics to every song off that album? Oh, uh, you huh? you should have only been listening to Sitting Up in My Room. And, and I was the only and then I was, the only song you should have like, been allowed Brandy's to. Brandy's on an album with all these other iconic women. Were they singing about it? I was like, sex. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you just had lady vocal powerhouses. Yes. And and it was all babyface produced and the, the way <laughs> the nostalgia you felt for 8 Mile, this is what I feel for. I mean, the nostalgia for I felt for, for 8 Mile is very... It's not In that it was too young. Yeah. <laughs> you were too young to have it. <laughs> you were probably too young to watch it. No one should have put that in But you watched it anyway. Yeah, man. But like... You know, you got two big Whitney Houston tracks. You got Tony Braxton, Aretha, Aretha Franklin, Brandy, TLC, Mary J. Blige, Shaka Khan, SWV, Shantae Moore, Patti LaBelle. Like, what? Was it Sandra Marie or Sonia? I say Sonia. I was going to say, but I feel like back in then it was everyone, it was Sandra. I feel like yeah. I have a feeling. Nobody cared about like, correct no, Sandra, like, no. <laughs> like, Faith Evans. Oh, my God. Exactly. Like, deep cut deep cut tracks of these artists show up on soundtracks like that. And that's what makes a soundtrack for me. That's what makes me associate with it. Yeah. Like sitting up in my room belongs to this movie. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure she also, had it on albums. Count on, on her me album, was like, always in my head. Yeah. Always. So. So dramatic. As, mu- <laughs> yes. as much as I love both yes. soundtracks and I very much do. I, I, I put up Waiting to Exhale for a reason. Yes. My vote is for Waiting to Exhale. I was a very dramatic child and not in any <laughs> theater programs. I didn't have an outlet unless it was choir and playing sports. And neither of those were helpful for my dramatic self. I should have been in some sort of theater program. It was very unfortunate and stunting for my growth, but it's fine. Damn. <laughs> this is you stunted? <laughs> yes. Well. And I might have to, I might have to, damn. I mean, that's why I look at this, the soundtrack. I'm like, yep, yep, yeah. yep. Start getting breaking out knives. Damn. I mean, it's not that serious. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it. So, John, where do you place your precarious vote? I'm not going to cry. Oh, uh, what was the, what's the, uh, oh my God, the Black what? Panther soundtrack and Waiting Next Hail. Black Panther soundtrack. All right. And I'm not. You disrespect Whitney Houston. May Prince smite you. Whoa. <laughs> May Prince strike you down. <laughs> Remember the time I didn't vote for Celine Dion and we had this problem? Yep. I, I said I was sorry. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, so our next matchup, we have Romeo and Juliet versus The Show. Show. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Well, hmm. yeah, this is hard. Wow. I didn't realize how much I was using Guardians as just a scapegoat. <laughs> it was just, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Romeo and Juliet because 
what what got me voting on the show was just the strength of artists alone i don't know any of the songs that are on this um that are on it because this is my first time hearing of this documentary concert movie whatever it was (laughs) so on the other side we've got purple rain versus black panther i'm going with purple rain not even close black panther Not even close. Not even close. John hates though. Prince because he hates yeah. me. <laughs> That's why John's here to stare at you. Yeah. I'm just here for the controversy. Wish you ill will. Yeah. yeah. Which is a Prince song. So. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has to, John. Someone has to. Sure. Prince causes people to perform on street corners and <laughs> causing accidents. Video, Jesse, that video though, just the him. Guy, just the one guy. <laughs> We're gonna have to find the video and post it on our socials to get and yeah. watch it because it caused an accident. Not Prince, the guy dancing. Bad <laughs> driving caused an accident. <laughs> Distract. Bad performances. Bad performances. Bad performances. wasn't even that bad. Was it? I don't remember I the video remember. now. It was comical. That's all I remember. Yeah, so yeah. there's value in that. All right, so Romeo and Juliet versus Black Panther in the final. The winner is Black the Panther. winner of the championship. <laughs> so, John, you still sticking to your guns? Choosing Black Panther. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. I'm just gonna let that. <laughs> We're making a sound out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Also thrown off by John saying "rar." That was a real thing that we have recorded on web. I'm so pleased. <laughs> it's a real. I'm gonna make a ringtone. Supporting the sound. <laughs> I don't hear you guys belting out any bars from your songs over there. I sang some. Nowhere on that soundtrack does Rar appear. <laughs> Nowhere. It's part of the nope. um, actual nope. physical soundtrack of the movie. <laughs> Not even at all a little you bit. You said Rar with a straight face. Yep. And I am nope. never going to let you live that down. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm going to choose Black Panther as well. I'm not going to Rar about it. Do it. It's not Do a it. real thing. You'll feel better. I won't. Can we find an actual sound that a panther makes? <laughs> And compare the two. I feel like you were close. I just want to know, like, how close. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Black Panther is our winner. Woo-hoo! Of. What? 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 Nothing. Um. <laughs> Did you just miss? You were busy gloating. You missed your own victory? Oh. Pathetic. <laughs> you really I thought Carter was going to come on top, didn't you? I mean. You you put in two bids. I just. They both lost early. <laughs> I feel like the seating is a problem or something. Oh, you saying the fix is in? Oh. I'm kind of starting to feel a little bit of ways Fight. about some of these things, but because, you know. Listen, you've won a couple times. Go ahead know? and appeal. Your picks have won a couple times now. I don't know why they haven't won everyone, but I mean, I mean because again. you don't work, you don't work allies. You're not, you're not trying to convince us of anything. There it is. There it is, everybody. <laughs> there it is. Even when and you it, do, the, you don't. If you just want to explain all the things that you've ever wanted to understand about this show, there it is. There it is. That's, reality TV has taught me. Big Brother Canada has taught yeah. me that if you're trying to get ahead in this world, you got to align with the weirdo down the hall. And align, you got to campaign. Yeah. <laughs> you got to win the power of veto. <laughs> you got to win head of household. You gotta win, head of household is the ultimate power. Other things happen, I'm sure. Yeah, you gotta, I don't know. You got to backdoor people. You know what I'm saying? You got to get ahead. You got pawns. You got all sorts of metaphors that don't fit together. <laughs> this is what I deal with. Big Brother Canada. <laughs> this is what 
discussion for another time. Just <laughs> all the things. <laughs> but like take ten minutes before. Just I the walk fact that you're sulking after winning, recording. I don't understand. You won and you're sulking about it. You're still <laughs> accused of the fix I being. I literally in. don't understand what these feelings are right now, sir. Hmm? <laughs> How are you gonna win? And then say that the fix is in. <laughs> that stout really got to you, huh? <laughs> dwink your dwink. <laughs> All right. John's, John's mad at the ship he won. <laughs> so if you've got ideas, suggestions. I won with like my third. Uh, I didn't. No, it's no. It's the fact that I didn't pick Panther. That's the thing. I didn't pick Panther. I just picked it, and I just won. I just don't understand how Panther, like, think about it. It got through. It beat out. Although all the Panther, other the soundtrack that you ran in part one, that did win. Yes, it did. So how that soon was, they forget? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's how soon just, they forget. I'm confused. That's just reality right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Black Panther won. <laughs> uh, let us know if you agree, disagree. Or want to mention any soundtracks that uh, deserve some honorable mention that we left off. So as we close it out, I will remind you of all the ways you can get in touch with us. Send your general niceties and waves of love. Uh, we're on Twitter at NotThatSorryPod and on Instagram at NotThatSorryPodcast. Any grievances you have about soundtracks, direct them all to John. <laughs> we will see to it that he reads them. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us. Let us know if you've got anything to suggest for what you're saying. Or if you've got anything you're not that sorry about. And uh, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the closing noise. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>